We in? We cut. We're ready to go. What's up, guys? Check this out. Michael Ray Newman here. Welcome to the Inside Edge. I got my partner, right hand strong man, Edwin Britt from yes, North sir. Carolina. He's in Texas, and we're loving life. And we got Kevin E. The Monster Millennials always dropping knowledge on us. What up, Kevin E.? What's up, fellas? Yeah, pretty cool. Check this out. I got something real quick from my uh, son-in-law. Sent me things, and it said, uh, "Man, talk about proof of what you're doing matters after you're gone." And they took this uh, theologian. I uh, need to listen to this. I, we need to post this, Kevin. You make a note. We'll post this at the, on the podcast. Talking you got about it. Uh, it's a podcast, and I'm not sure who it's from, but I will tell you this dude. He's credited with being the greatest theologian and greatest academian that uh, the United States has ever produced. He was the first president of Yale. He's largely known uh, as governed his life on these set of resolutions. So he had a set of resolutions. He had a process. Ed, when he had something he committed to, he stayed with it and worked it, which we're going to talk about a little bit about that. Uh, they're incredible as well, so we'll check. I want you guys to go check them out. And they traced his lineage back to see what his family looked like after he was gone. And we say sometimes that the pebble's more powerful, uh, the rip, ripple's more powerful than the pebble, or the pebble's more powerful than the ripple. That's that's a uh, ancient Chinese proverb, something like that. Check it out. And uh, there was another common criminal at the same time that lived at the same time he did. They traced his as well. And listen to the differences, man. It talks about he's got congressmen, they got presidents, they have these millionaires out of this lineage. Just one old boy had, and the other dude, man, it was like. You know, your environment, the people you circle and surround yourself with. And if you're always, I say this, if my parents would have kept me in West Texas in the trailer park, I'd already been, always been in the trailer park. So I saw you've got to, you don't compare yourself and covet those things that they have. But I want you guys to go out, put your kids and your grandkids in a position to see things that can be better. There is a better way. And something that I always do for all my kids, I've done this. I think I told you one time that. Uh, when they're senior in high schools, when they're leaving, they're top of the world, man. They're like the, the athlete. They've been the, the captains of their teams. They have, like, ruled the school. You know, they feel like they're, like, just the owners. And we take a big old hot air balloon up, and I fly it over the stadium and over the school and over the town. And it's just me and them up there. And I did it with Presley, and I did it with Trent, my oldest. And, man, when I took it with my son, my daughter, my youngest, Lily, she's 16 now, junior in high school, and she bawled because she couldn't go. She was so mad. So she talked about her life getting in the balloon. But she didn't know what I say. I said, this is your town. You've worked hard. This is what you've done, what you've been able to accomplish because of the effort that you put into it. And you have to have those things. And we're going to give you guys something today. I think it's really powerful and cool. But also what I do when we're going over there and we're up in the hot air balloon, at some point I say, I want you to look out as far as you can see. What do you see? Oh, it's just, it's, it's huge. It's so big. The world is so much bigger than where you are. Give yourself. Do it for yourself. you got a carpe diem, baby. Get on, get on the table and look at a different angle show yourself a different possibility look at what's really out there stretch yourself challenge yourself which we'll talk about that in another podcast edwin Britt, you talk about the whatever it takes wit is what we live and you can see here i got my little wit life by design we have a coaching platform called life by design if you don't design your own life and have a process and a plan to get to where you want to be spiritually mentally physically personally with your family with your career and with your business somebody else is going to come along and you're going to be building their career you're going to be building their empire building their family you guys got to get the personal development in. You got to call us. You got to get in front of us. Go to our uh, edgeglobalinc.net, inc.net, edgeglobalinc.net. Get our virtual training my, mindset of a champions our, that we go and travel around. And when we teach it, um, a cultural development that raises all boats, a rising tide raises all boats for leadership and sales training, operational, everything. You guys need to get in it. Get on tight with us because if you're not getting it from somewhere, you don't have to always get it here, guys, but go and pour into yourself because if you can't, 
be the best person you can be unless you really take care of yourself before you want to, if you want to help everybody else. And here's why I say people in the very beginning of this, make this podcast about you. Make the things we talk about about you. And WIT, I've been living that since uh, I first found out I was going to have my first baby girl, and Kevin E's about to have his butt. That's been many, many years ago since when that happened, but whatever it takes, Evan, and I know you do that on a day-to-day basis and kind of shared something with me while I go. I want you to tell the audience what you were doing. Yeah, Michael, one of the many things we share in common is being a dad, right? More than anything, you and I love being a dad, and uh, you, you do whatever it takes. And so I was sharing with you what Monday looked like. You know, it's a journey, right, guys, for us all. <laughs> so Monday morning I left my house. and, and uh, Living yeah, it, living it. I live on the beach in North Carolina. Uh, did, I, did I tell anybody that I live on the beach in North Carolina? <laughs> yeah. And uh, anyway, left Once the house. I heard that the, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah, left the house just a little bit after the sun had risen, and I drove uh, three and a half hours to Charlotte, North Carolina, which is pretty much a direct west drive. And I'm working along the way, so I'm coaching people in 30-minute increments as I'm driving these three and a half hours, which is not bad because it makes the time go by faster. Yeah, that's right, baby. But you're, you're double-dueling, right? You're driving, and, uh, of course, I was hands-free. I mean, I'm, I wasn't hands-free driving. I was hands-free <laughs> on my phone. Uh, but but you're yet. also concentrating. And uh, I got there, did something for my oldest daughter, picked up her dog. Then I drove all the way to Raleigh, North Carolina, so three and a half hours to Charlotte, Two and a half hours to Raleigh, again, coaching all the way on the interstate, navigating around trucks and traffic and all of that. Got there, saw my youngest daughter for a few minutes, dropped off the dog, spent a couple minutes with her, uh, picked up lunch, went to my next daughter, my middle daughter, who happens to live in Raleigh as well, changed cars with her because she needed me to take her car back, and then circled all the way back to Wilmington, North Carolina. I was back home before 5 o'clock, drove over 600 miles, and coached nine people. And, of course, when I got there, my wife said, hey, you need to pull some weeds in the grass yeah. and outside, and the trash needs to come out, and uh, let's exercise, right? Just when you start feeling good about yourself. Yeah. You take a deep breath. Man, I got some stuff done today. I'm, I'm going to relax and watch that sunset over at the beach, and I'm going to have a little cold cocktail. I didn't do what? any of that. No, 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 no. Yeah. Then 1030, you finally got in the shower. Yeah, That's yeah. whatever it takes. And whatever it takes, man, I always say, I'm going to do whatever it takes. What are you doing today? Whatever it takes. When I get challenged, when I get hammered, I don't care what life brings, you've got to do whatever it takes. And I had somebody come to me one time and say, oh, whatever it takes, man. I mean, that could be like uh, you could do some underhanded stuff or you could do whatever that's going to hurt other people. No, man, you got to – whatever it takes within the realm of being the best person you can be, making sure that it's ethical, make sure that's honest, and make sure that you lead with that gratitude. But people know when it's time – it's go time, baby. Whatever it takes is what we're going to do to make it right. And we have a process. We have a plan for that. And when I finally validated, I've educated and validated. And on this podcast, you've heard me say this a lot if, you, if you're new to us, but you, you will educate or validate everything you do in your whole entire life. When you step up and go to somewhere to learn anything, you're edu- you educate or validate. Educate simple. Hey, I learned something. It's pretty cool. Validate is powerful because validation, you're like, oh, I do that. Sometimes you're like, get proud of it because when somebody like Edwin tells you something that he does and you put that same kind of work in, you have that similar story that makes you feel good. But also, validation is negative. When you do something negative that we do to get a negative result, you're like, oh man, I, I, I knew that, but I've been starting to do that again. I'm catching myself do that. But to be able to, the plan and the process, when I learned that through Edwin these last seven years, as he and I have traveled all over North America. And we've been able to speak to thousands and thousands of tens of thousands of people now. I mean, it's really, I mean, I, I've never thought in my entire life I'd be able to be sitting here with you right now and do this. But I wish, um, want you guys to know that there is a process, there is a plan, and it's super important to take different angles to look at that thing, Edwin. 
Yeah, and everybody can do what I'm about to share. Yeah. Right? Everybody can do this. No matter where you are in your business, in your life, you can apply this, and you should, to your business, to your personal life, to your physical life. I want to give you three words, and you need to be doing this. And as we record this, we're doing this in the fall of the year. It's a wonderful time to do it, but any time of the year, it's a great time to do this and allows you to reset, refocus, restructure, and relaunch. I want you to take the, these three words and let them resonate with you. Meaningful, measurable, and manageable. Kevin and Michael, meaningful, measurable, and manageable. Those words should resonate with everybody. And take the things that you love to do, and I want you to concentrate this in an eight-week window. And I love, I love this time of the year. I love the fall and football and looking at it from, in, in this case, Labor Day to Halloween. What, what happened if for eight weeks you put an intentional focus on business development activities, as an example, that you love to do and you're really good at, and you focused on the process, not the end result, really intentionally? I can tell you. What it sets you up to do by doing that and doing it this time of the year, taking meaningful activities, measuring them, in other words, elevating it. So if you do it two times a week, challenge yourself to do it four times a week. Uh, so pick three or four things, three or four things that you love to do that are business development activities that are meaningful to your business because you got to separate accomplishment from activity and do them for an extended period of time. Then pick something that you know you need to do that you haven't done. Oh, mm. I need to do that. Implement that into your process. And again, take it up incrementally and commit to it for eight weeks. Here's what will happen. At the end of that eight weeks, especially if you're doing it between Labor Day and uh, Halloween, remember there's no bad time to do it. You will do something Michael and I talk about and we'll be talking a lot more about in a future podcast. You will finish your year strong mm -hmm. and it will serve as a catalyst for starting your year fast. You'll get more ups, you'll be further along, and you'll move that from off the ledger, oh, I needed to do this, that you've done it. In other words, something we've said many times, go as far as you can see. And, hey, last thing, Michael, I'm going to hand it back. This is a non-negotiable. This happens no matter what happens. You are going to commit to eight weeks of focusing on process, process, process. I started the year out doing that, and I focused on my physical and I started measuring it. I mm -hmm. measured what I ate. I drank a gallon of water every day. I stayed committed for eight weeks. And eight weeks later, Michael, uh, 20 pounds of Edwin had left the building like Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> and as I sit here today now, eight months later, I am still that same weight. That 22 pounds, now 22 pounds, has still dropped off. And I love it, man. So you can repeat it. Right. That's right. You feel better. You sleep better. You act better. I mean, everything else just gets a little bit better when you do that kind of thing. If you can measure it, you can manage it. That's so important. And start off by having a, having these. First thing he said, you guys got to write it down. Put it on your phone or write down a plan, a program. Go get something. Get the right kind of coaching to go. It's what he did. He reached out, and he got a process that he was following, and he got predictable results. And don't right. focus on what's the end in mind. He didn't focus on that. When he was trying to lose 20, when he was three pounds into it, he, he didn't look at the 17 he, didn't, he needed to lose. He may have thought about it, but what he took his eyes back to is what he could measure, what he could manage. And then he adjusted the plan as we went through that. And, when that, and it's, it's really awesome to see those results physically. But in your business, if you take those three words in your business 
and implement it and do it for eight weeks and stay committed. And if it's not working, you go back and you measure it and you change the plan a little bit and you manage it. And when the note within those eight weeks, you will be at a, be at a different level. You'll also be able to run at a different level. You'll be able to uh, consume things easier, faster in whatever vertical you're chasing, whether it be spiritually or mentally or, in your case, physically, uh, in your career, with your family. Think about doing something for eight weeks intentional to get a better relationship with your kids. Michael, you talked about the number of people I have the privilege of coaching, and I've been coaching them to this theme. And sometimes when we hear that, people might say, oh, yeah, I know somebody that needs to do that, these underperformers, right? Yeah, boy, if so-and-so, if Sally would just do that, you got to look inward first. Mm -hmm. And what I've been energized by, it is the top performers in the, in the industry that I coach in and specialize in coaching in, they're the ones embracing it and going, God, Edwin, I needed that so bad. I am in. It's the ones that are on the bottom you got to pull through, right? Oh, I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. you know, it shifts your focus on what you can control. And, and just to that point, quick, quick difference between being committed to something and being interested. It's easy to be Let's interested. Let's go chicken or pig, right? Yes, right, chicken or pig. Who's more committed? <laughs> <laughs> Eggs and bacon. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I know I shot your wheels off. Who's more committed, chicken or the pig? Well, the chicken only gave you an egg. The, the pig gave up his life. Yeah, the whole deal, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, wheels are off the bus. I had to shoot up. What were you saying? And I was going to have pork tacos tonight. You know? <laughs> I got something for you. <laughs> when you're committed, you find a way. Yeah, right? think about that. When you're, when you're Whatever interested, yeah. yeah, you find an excuse. And then, and then let, let second point to that, when you're committed, you do whatever it takes. And when you're interested, you do what is convenient. Ooh. Choose to do whatever it takes. Man. Uh, You'll be glad you did. Back that up. Say it again because we're not going to edit anything. Yeah. When you're, when you're committed, you do whatever it takes. When you're interested, you do what is convenient. Mm. That's the, the, the path of least resistant is temporary. It's tomorrow. It's 30 minutes from now. It's an hour from now. It's a feel-good moment. But to do what's uncomfortable – Instead of, hey, man, this weekend you want to go out and party? Don't do it. Put it down. You don't want you want to sit on the couch when you're super tired after coming in from a, a day like Edwin had, seeing the family, touching all aspects of his life because he's living it by design. He's living intentional, and he's intentional about – Edwin's intentional about one thing, as you can tell this. It's about being intentional. <laughs> he doesn't do what's easy. He does what is on the paper, what's on the path. And he's not afraid to pivot either. I've seen him – Go through, have a thing, have you know, have this plan, and come in there and find it better. And he's really good at upsetting your status quo. That's what you have to do to yourself, guys. Is upset your status quo. And when you do that, you're open for learning, but more important, retention. You can retain things when you put yourself in an uncomfortable position to get better in whatever area of life that you want to, that you want to see. Though that Edwin is such powerful that what power what you said. That's why it's so important for you guys. Remember, at the beginning of this podcast, we said you got to make it about you and then put this stuff in play. And if you'll do that, you'll be a better person eight weeks from now than when you started. You can run faster, jump higher, be stronger in whatever vertical you're chasing, right, e? That's right, man. Uh, you live with no regrets, right? Yeah. Yeah, I promise you. We, I know what regret looks like, and you guys that know a little bit of my story and, and know what it's like, I mean, regret or satisfaction, which one do you pick? Now, and regret is – Later in life, it's because you don't do what you need to do in the long run opposed to being comfortable. Man, great yeah. job, E. Thanks, buddy. If you can't think of anything else, guys, tonight, just go out and be nice, all right? To your wife, to your spouse, to your 
to your kids, to your husband, whatever you got going on, to the guy at the gas station, be nice. Because like my granny always told me, people don't remember what always what you say, but they always remember how you made them feel. See ya.